it's time to conquer the age-old question. Is the glass actually half full? What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the College of Life podcast. It has been a minute, I know. I know, it's been, it's been a little bit. But this is episode one of season two, and I am very, very happy to be back uh, getting these episodes out, you know, pumping them out once again. And this is going to start our weekly episodes all over again. Let me go ahead, let me take a minute to explain myself. All right, so I took July off. You know what? I, I, I just, I'm going to be fair. I took July off. I didn't say anything. I didn't tell anybody. I just decided, you know what? I'm going to take a month off. And I had a really, really great month. So I spent July focusing on just having fun, making memories, and doing the shit with my friends and family that I wanted to do while I still could. Uh, So I really, really tried to make the most of July. And as you're going to figure out later throughout this episode, I definitely lived July to the absolute max. But like I was saying, the podcast is back. This is season two. Uh, now that we're in August, we're going to keep pumping out monthly or weekly episodes, sorry, over and over again every Tuesday, just like it used to be. So I'm very excited to keep bringing these to you guys. And uh, I am, I'll be honest, I am going to try to be a little bit more open as far as my schedule goes instead of just disappearing. Uh, I really appreciate everybody out there that just kept listening. I saw my stats continue to go up as far as the podcast goes. The viewership continued to go up even though I wasn't posting episodes and that really, really blew my mind. Also, it almost made me want to like come back early. It made me want to get back into the weekly podcast before July was even over. But uh, I, I realized that you know I, I wanted to take July off. I wanted that time to myself, and uh, I definitely am excited to be back now. However, now that we are in season two, I feel a little obligated to step stuff up, right? If I'm going to disappear for a month, leave everybody hanging, not say anything, and then just come back for season two, I got to pump it up a little bit. So for season two, we're going to have more guests. We're going to hit even better topics every week. We're going to focus on the stuff that really, really matters. And we're even going to have one super special edition that is going to change how you listen and enjoy this podcast as a whole. I'm not going to throw it out there yet, so you have to keep listening to be aware for that as soon as it happens, because it's going to happen soon, but it's going to change how you view this podcast altogether, and it's going to add so much more enjoyment to the entirety of the College of Life podcast. But moving forward, let's go ahead and jump into story time. So I'm really going to cover some stuff in this podcast. I'm really going to, this is a true episode, but I want to take a moment to dive into my time off from the podcast. Like I said earlier, I've been trying to make the absolute most of every moment. And I, I really wasn't taking the time to think throughout, the July, throughout July. I wasn't trying to take the time to think, oh, am I doing everything that I can do? Am I making the most of every moment? And I'm, am I going out and succeeding on all the stuff that I want to accomplish? I wasn't thinking that. I was just in the rhythm of going out constantly, making some sort of memory every single day, every single night. And I didn't realize like how much I was doing, how well I was succeeding at that until just now, like even yesterday, when Snapchat hit me with the July recap. And when I saw my July recap, I went, whoa, all right, yeah, it's time to chill out. (laughs) Like August is going to be a good month to just sit inside, chill out for a little bit, and record some podcast episodes, get those out there, work on my business, make it public finally. August is going to be a good month for me, but in a completely different way than July was. So when I say that I made the most of July, I really mean that I really tried to make a memory every single night. 
it started, you know, right off on the first, second, third, fourth. That's a really, really big time for me because I work at the boat dock, all that good stuff. Uh, so over there at the lake, it is so, so busy around that time. And that was one of the hardest stretches of my life, working uh, almost 12 hours every day and then going out to party another six hours at night just because, you know, you couldn't miss out on the 4th of July parties. But that, that was a crazy stretch. Quickly followed that up with even more uh, partying the next week. And essentially... July was just jam-packed with making memories with friends, going out on the lake consistently, uh, and constantly trying to step up what we were doing to make it a little bigger and a little better. And if I've learned one thing from July, it's that constantly trying to step it up and make it bigger and better eventually ends in downfall. So July was a great month for me. I did so much, I made so many memories, met so many new people, and had so much fun. But by the end, I felt like I was competing with all these old memories that I was making, and I really needed to step them up, make every single night better, and live it up to the fullest. I've discovered where this problem comes from for me, because I feel like I'm almost out of time. Being 20, no longer being a teenager, being halfway through college, and forced with the reality of actually having to grow up, actually having to become an adult, I was desperately desperately searching and trying to cling on to childhood childhood and teenage antics and memories. I wanted to go out every night with my friends and I wanted to make some sort of crazy memory. That's great. Like living life to the fullest is awesome. However, I am well aware now that I let this carry me away because by the end of July, I wanted to live it up so bad that after leaving my third or fourth party for the night, having my DD drive me home, I thought it was a phenomenal idea, one of the best ideas I've ever had to climb out the window of this moving truck, walk to the bed of the truck from the outside, you know, it's just a quick leap from the window to the bed, jump into the bed and shotgun a beer with another one of my friends. And I would love to tell you guys that this was a great idea and that great memories were made from this moment. However, I can't do that because honestly, I don't remember that moment. I'm still trying to let it settle in, and I'm still trying to fully comprehend everything that went down. But I fell out of the truck that night. I fell out of the bed of that truck when they were going 40 miles an hour down a gravel road. My memory goes from stepping into the back of the truck to waking up at the hospital. And for anybody out there that's never really had one of those moments, I can tell you that it hits pretty hard. It's really tough to see all of your friends, all of your family, Everybody that you love gathered around at the hospital just trying to figure out whether or not you're going to make it another day. And I'm fine. I want to clear that up. I am perfectly fine. However, I did fall out of a fucking truck. So I completely understand why everybody was as worried as they were. I share this story not only to tell you how my July ended in the biggest of bangs, but to also cover just how quick everything can change. I spent a night in the hospital, and I've spent two weeks barely able to walk. One more tumble the wrong way, five more miles an hour faster, and we might not be having this conversation. One of the biggest points of this podcast is to go out, have fun, make memories, and be the best you that you possibly can. But every episode, I try and drop in a reminder to be safe. And guys, clearly, I was not being safe. So before I get too deep into this episode, 
I do want to go ahead and drop that no matter how much fun you're having, no matter how many memories you're making, how crazy you're getting, there's always room for a little bit of safety. So I encourage everybody to go out there, make the best memories they can, have as much fun as they possibly can, and just don't fall out the back of a truck. That being said, now that we've covered how my July started, how my July ended, uh, I want to go ahead and jump into the reason that we're here, the reason that I record this podcast. This episode is all about, is the glass half full? So everybody's heard that saying, are you glass half empty or glass half full kind of person? And basically, this saying just refers to having a positive or a negative mindset. If you look at a glass of water on the on the counter that is literally half full, just take it that way, if the glass is half full of water, do you see it as, oh shit, I'm halfway out of water, or oh shit, I still got half a glass of water left? That's the difference between a positive and a negative mindset. And I want to go ahead and clear up, you don't always have to have a positive or always have to have a negative mindset. A lot of people flip back and forth. You don't just have to be completely one-sided. What I want to focus on in this episode is explaining how to be a little bit more observant of what your mindset is, how to take a little bit more notice of the way you think and determine whether or not that's how you want to continue to think. Because at this point in life, it's safe to say that you're probably pretty set in the way that you think about things. Unless somebody listening to this podcast, eight or nine years old, you're probably pretty set in the way that you view situations in life. So the best thing you can do at this point is figure out whether you are truly a glass half full or a glass half empty person in the majority of time, you know, and start observing the way you re react to certain situations. So in life, we all face adverse situations constantly, almost day to day. You're going to be faced with a situation that you can either view positively or you can view negatively, but the situation is going to affect you one way or another. And as I was saying earlier, I think the best way to get started with whether or not you are a positive or a negative person most often is observe how you view these situations. Now, I want to go ahead and say that the biggest key going into this first step is that you don't want to judge yourself either way. If you go into this process feeling like you need to be a positive-minded person, like positive-minded is the way to go. That's the way to life. That's what you have to be. And then you take the time to observe yourself and you realize, oh, shit. I'm a more negative person. While you're in this observation phase, if you're making judgments towards how bad being a negative person is, it's going to skew the entire thing. It's going to mess it all up. You don't want to judge how you view situations. You don't want to judge how you think about anything. Just observe. Don't give yourself hate or praise if you view a situation one way over the other. Simply make the observation and move on. And then after a week or so of just learning, just observing how you view everything. You're probably safe to say whether or not you are more often a glass half empty or a glass half full person. If you find out that you're more glass half full, you're more positive minded, and that's where you want to be, great. Your process is done. You're right where you want to be. Maybe try this again in a few months, a year, and see if you still maintain that same mindset. If you find out that you're more negative minded and you want to be more positive minded, now we can make adjustments. Same way vice versa. If you find out you're more of a positive person, glass half full, and then you go, you know what? Screw that. I want to be glass half empty. Make me negative minded all the way, baby. If that's you, let's make the adjustments. For me, personally, I've almost always been a person with a more positive mindset. That's just who I am and where I want to be. I try to make sure that I'm maintaining this positive mindset throughout life because sometimes, you know, I feel like I let, it get, I let it slip away from me, especially in the winter. 
I don't know if anybody else can agree agree with this out there, but it is a lot easier to be happy in the summer than it is in the winter. It's just the vibes are better. You can go outside, get some real sunlight, make some better memories. When it's winter, you're almost stuck inside. Every time you have to go outside, you have to bundle up. It's cold. It sucks. It's crappy. So it is so much easier to be happy in summer. So when winter comes, I try to remind myself, are you thinking positively? Are you still glass half full? Is that what you want to do? I take the time to observe myself for a week or so, see how those thoughts are going through my head, and then determine if I'm still on that same train track that I want to be on. Because to me, having a positive mindset is just where I want to end up. I'm going to throw some examples out here for you just to see, just so you know what I'm talking about a little bit. But a few months back, I had been building my social media following on all sorts of things just so I could grow my business. Like, I've always been a person who had a private social media. I only had maybe 100 followers altogether just because if I didn't talk to you, I didn't want you following me and I didn't want to follow you. And that's just how it was. However, now that I'm more business minded and I want to grow business and, uh, you know, gain advertisements and all that, I, I need that following and I'm well aware of it now. So I've got public social media profiles and I spent probably a good two months building those, creating a following and just growing, 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 growing. And then my social media got hacked. Yeah. So yeah, that, that sucked. I won't lie. As soon as it got hacked, I couldn't recover it whatsoever. There was no easy way to do it. To be honest, Instagram's customer support blows. Like, there's no, there's not a single person that works there. And I'm not even kidding. The only thing you can deal with is a bot or some internet Reddit thread. And uh, none of that worked. So I had to create an entirely new Instagram. I had to backlog all those pictures that only the ones that I still had. I had to put all those back on there. And then uh, I had to start a new following. However, throughout this entire thing, I remember that I could have looked at it and I could have been like, oh, this sucks. Like, this is game over. I mean, I've spent all this time working on my social media following just so I could grow my business and it's all gone, like literally all gone. I could have done that or I could have done what I did and said, you know what? This is an opportunity. This is an opportunity to come back even bigger, even better, start fresh and just get this train going in the right direction from the beginning. And that's what I did. I created an entire new Instagram, like I said, and got an even bigger, better, more solid following. Having my Instagram hacked and deleted allowed me to create a following of specifics. Like, I was able to attract people that were more interested specifically in what I was doing. Instead of just following random people, now I have an entire log of audience that will relate much more to what I'm thinking, what I'm doing, and what I want to provide. So to me, this terrible, terrible thing of having my Instagram that I've been working on for so long, having that hacked and deleted, was simply an opportunity to have something better down the line. As well, you want another example? Recently, I fell out of a freaking truck. I fell out of a truck, and that sucked. Like, I, I could have been devastated. It could have been absolutely terrible. However, I have tried to continually look at this with a positive mindset. Positive number one, it's a good story. It's a good story. I like, I can share this story for a while now, <laughs> right? Positive number two, I made some good friends in the hospital. I have some new friends from all the nurses and doctors that worked on me, helped me so much. I'm very thankful to all of them, but uh, we made good friends, made some good memories there. And positive number three, it finally kicked my ass. Something finally bit me in the butt and said, you know what, Joseph, it's time to chill out. It's time to get your shit back together. Get back on the podcast. Get back on the business. Stop going out every single night. Get your shit together and do what you really want to do.
So I no longer have that fear of missing out. I no longer have that fear of needing to go out every single night, make all these memories that I can because I'm almost out of time. Because it might sound terrible, but falling out of the back of the truck allowed me to chill out because that was not something that I could physically do by myself. So instead of spending two weeks in bed just completely bummed out and thinking about how much life sucks, how bad this entire thing is, I've continually tried to remind myself that this is simply an opportunity to come back even bigger and even better. Stop doing all the stupid shit that I was doing and focus on some better stuff. Because here's the way I see things. If you're stuck in that situation, that crappy situation, either way, you can't get out, why make it even suckier? Why make it even worse for yourself by thinking all those crappy thoughts when you can find a way to make it fun? So now that we've covered a bit more about why I believe that a positive mindset is the way that I want to think, if you discover that you would like a bit more of a positive mindset too, it really only takes a few repetitive steps to start this change. After making all those observations, realizing that you're a bit more negative-minded than you want to be, and you would like to start thinking more positive ways, next time you find yourself in an adverse situation, make the manual adjustment to view it in a more positive way. The easy part about this is you'll already be in the habit of observing how you view these situations. You'll already be used to going through and being like, oh, that was a negative thought. That was a negative way of viewing things. And once again, don't judge how you do that. Just make the observation of that was a negative way of viewing things. Now that you've done that for a week, you'll be so used to doing it, it'll be easy in this, in this part of the process. Once you find yourself in that adverse situation, realize that you are seeing it negatively and find a way to replace that negative thought with a positive one. Let's say you're out and about for one day, you go to Sonic to grab lunch, order your regular sandwich that you always love, and they respond that they can't serve that at the moment because they're out of some of the ingredients. Your initial thought to this situation might be, well, shit, why am I even here then? That's the only thing I ever get. Hopefully, because you're already used to making these observations, you'll be in the routine of taking notice that you viewed this a little bit negatively. If you're trying to be more positive, once you realize that you've done that, take a moment to echo it. Echo it with a positive thought. You can't go back and erase the negative thoughts that you already did. You can't undo it. So there's no real reason to worry about it. Just echo it with a positive thought. Something such as, okay, well, that stinks, but this is a good opportunity to try something new. So how that conversation is going to go in your head is they're going to tell you, oh, we can't make that sandwich. You're going to be like, oh, freaking shit. Why am I even here then? And then you're going to go, uh, wait a second. What if, what if I was to get something else and it blew my mind? So it's kind of like realizing that you started with a negative mindset, but you consciously want to make that adjustment to being more positive. Whether or not you end up liking the something new doesn't really matter. Let's say you get a hot dog and it wasn't as good as you were hoping. That's not really what matters. What matters is that you took the second to echo the negative thought with a positive one. It's the mindset you have going into the situation and the faith that everything will turn out okay that will truly make you a happier person with a more positive mindset. Sometimes, for me, I have no clue if the stuff that I am thinking is even remotely true. But I kind of live by this blind faith that in the end, everything is going to turn out okay. No matter how terrible of a situation I find myself in, no matter how rough stuff gets, no matter how much it sucks, it is all merely a great story to tell for later down the line when everything is better. After all, life is just a collection of stories waiting to be shared. To everybody out there, I want to go ahead and say thank you so much 
for listening. I am more than excited to bring back the College of Life podcast for season two. If you're a person that finds out you're a bit more glass half empty than you want to be, it is so easy to take a few steps to just echo some positive thoughts in your head over a week, two weeks, three weeks, and all of a sudden you're going to realize that's going to be how you start thinking a little more often. But overall, guys, I want to go ahead and remind you that episodes are coming out every single week. The podcast for season two is going to be bigger and better than ever, and as soon as I can lock down this one more thing, the podcast as a whole is going to level up entirely. I'm more than excited to share that news with you guys as soon as it's ready to go, and until then, I will see you guys next Tuesday, I promise this time, for Season 2, Episode 2 of the College of Life podcast.